Greetings. Hello and welcome. The archival recording you are about to hear was sourced from live streaming audio in an effort to expand content reach. I have decided to repurpose the show as an audio podcast. I have done my best to remaster the audio quality for your ears, but I have chosen to leave its content and length unedited. So you may hear reference to visual cues not described in said audio. If you'd like to see the original live streaming video podcast this recording comes from, please head over to youtube.com slash C slash from us films, LLC, or just search from us F R U M E S S. And don't forget to like share and subscribe audio from episode to episode will also vary in quality. Sorry about that. Thank you for tuning in and listening. Jeff from us. Hey, what's going on? How are you spending your late Sunday evening unwinding and whatnot? I decided before I go to bed, start a very long day tomorrow that I needed to talk about the jackass fiasco that has been going on. Longtime jackass fan. Uh, I never talk about that on this channel, but I love, I grew up on Jackass. I mean, it's like, I don't know what it's like. I don't know what the best way to, you know, equate, what what to really equate it to, but I love me some Jackass. Um, I was very sad when Ryan Dunn was tragically killed. And the reason why I hate Amy Schumer as much as I do, I don't really think she has a career anymore, but... I really detest her because during a roast, and again, I think comedy pretty much is a sacred thing that is off limits. Like, you know, comedy is comedy. I I really try and, you know, there's comedy I personally don't like. You know, I could tell you, I'm not a big fan of Holocaust jokes. I'm not a big fan of 9-11 jokes, death of John Lennon, things I don't find funny. Um, I still think humor is like a sacred thing that should be protected on, you know, variety of different levels. But I thought Amy Schumer made a joke. I think it's possible to make jokes in incredibly poor taste. That's the best way to say it. Just because a joke is in incredibly poor taste doesn't mean it should be censored. It just is incredibly poor taste. Let people judge you on the way that a joke comes out. And when Amy Schumer said what she said about Ryan Dunn, and this all relates because it absolutely plays into what's happening right now, she said a joke to Steve-O, um, who was newly sober. And, you know, Ryan Dunn died of drunk driving. Um, tragic car accident, way too young. She made a terrible joke as she was trying to sort of, you know, boost her career uh, with these, you know, the roasts on Comedy Central. I mean, that those make or break you. And, you know, she got a show after that and the whole career, not predicated on that single joke. But I, I think it's, I thought it was a terrible joke. Uh, that was making fun of someone who lost a friend so soon after they died. I think it was within the same year, within a few months, something like that. I thought it was horrible, 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 horrible. So, point being that, you know, Ryan Dunn's death was like the very beginning of a very long unraveling for Bam Margera, who has just been melting down publicly and it's really sad and tragic and I really want and hope that Bam can get the help 
that he needs, no matter what kind of person he is or whatever. I just want to see him recover. I, you know, I remember when Steve-O was off the rails. We all thought Steve-O was going to die. Steve-O got the help that he needed. Now he is sober and he's doing great. Um, so, you know, I mean, look, making another Jackass movie, which I can't wait to see, by the way. I'm very excited for the new Jackass movie, but it's been mired in some controversy, in controversy. There's controversy over what's been going on. Let's go, let's go to the trades here, okay? Let's go to the trades. Let's not wait any longer. Bring, pulling it up, pulling this up. Hey, Jamie, I'm the Jamie. Jamie, pull this shit up. You know, I don't even want to mimic Joe Rogan anymore. I think he's such an idiot. That's another, that's a whole other friggin' thing. Okay, here we go. So this is the this is the headline we have right here. It's coming up right now. You will see it in a moment as it pops up on the screen. There we go. Can you see it? I know you can. So Paramount says that Bam Margera's jackass lawsuit is riddled with outrageous lies. So, oh no, is this the this is the wrong one? Where's the uh, we want the wrap? We don't want this. Let's get the wrap up here. Basically, what's been going on is the um, the, the Jackass crew has booted Bam from being a part of the new film, and they did it. You know, Bam was under a strict contract or whatever. He's having a lot of trouble with drugs and alcohol and getting loaded and whatnot, and um, you know, was a was a was a real hazard to himself. Here we go. I think that's better. Hopefully you should be able to hear me on this thing. Um, yeah, I can see that you can hear me. Paramount calls Bam Margera's Jackass Forever lawsuit baseless and riddled with outrageous lies. And this is a response. I mean, this has been kind of going on for a better part of a year, but we haven't. Let's just Let's just dive into it, shall we? The skateboarder and stunt performer sued the jackass producers after he was fired for not complying with the wellness program. There's Bam right there. Let's click out of the stupid thing. Lawyers for Paramount Pictures. And let me tell you, I don't have love for big movie studios making tons of money and yada, yada, yada. I really don't. I really don't. I'm not, it's not something I normally would side with. Although I think that Bam is really, from the most part, from what I can see, it really seems like Bam just royally screwed up here. Lawyers from Paramount Pictures have responded to former Jackass star Bam Margera's lawsuit that's trying to halt the release of the upcoming Jackass Forever, saying that Margera's suit from August is baseless and riddled with outright lies. The filing obtained by The Wrap says that Margera, whose real name is Brandon Cole, Margera, I didn't know that, uh, was fired from Jackass Forever on August 25th, 2020. So over a year ago, he was fired for breaching his contract and failing to follow a sobriety and wellness program that, uh, that it says he agreed to in order to participate in the film, but adds that the wheels came off within a few months and that he committed multiple breaches of that wellness program. So, you know, if you are making a $10 million film and you are dealing with, 
you know, actors or talent or whatever you want to call BAM, you know, um, if you're dealing with someone who, who has issues with, you know, drugs and alcohol and whatnot, like, you're going to want to put things in, you're trying to protect your investment, whether, you know, humanity or not, you're trying to protect the investment of what you're doing. You know, it's not just BAM's movie. It's, it's a lot of people are staked in this film. The whole jackass crew is staked in this film. And, you know, just in the way, you know, they had an intervention for Steve-O when Steve-O was like literally just, you know, knocking on death's door in order to help him. And Steve-O got better. I don't think, you know, they just want Bam to get help ultimately. And what happened was, you know, Ryan Dunn died in 2011, tragic car accident that Amy Schumer made fun of. And... Bam Margera over the last decade has just slowly unraveled in a variety of ways. And he just is never able to get over his friend's death. I mean, who would, you know, when you're, if someone like your brother dies, it's that, that is tragic and tough to deal with and, you know, failed marriages and, you know, dwindling finances or who knows, who knows what kind of financial straits, dire straits or lack thereof that Bam is in. But, you know, it's just been, it's been a downward spiral for Bam, it seems. Because he was at the top of the, he was the cock of the walk in the early aughts. You know, after hot off a of jackass, he's doing jackass movies, he's got endorsement deals, he's got a show on, um, what's it called? On freaking, yeah, exactly, Jody. R.I.P. Ryan Dunn. He's got a show on um, MTV. You know, they're paying him 300 grand per episode, right? I mean, he's just he's just doing so well. And then Ryan dies, goes off the rails. And it, like, I guess it sort of, like, accumulates with them basically saying, like, look, you need to sober up if we're going to do Jackass 4. Which have been on and off, you know, Jackass kind of took a back seat when Johnny Knoxville was like basically like the breakout like act working actor star starring in movies all the other guys kind of get benched you know that's what happened with the bad the bad grandpa movie they all got benched benched it was jackass presents uh, J- uh bad grandpa and you know that the thing was that movie was not very successful you know or at least not as successful as the jackass stuff they realized like if we're going to do this we need to get all the guys together you know, so everybody's looking, once again, the, the, the numbered sum, I guess, is $5 million. People are looking to get paid, people are getting $5 million paydays or something. You know, the budget's only $10 million. Um, maybe that includes back end or something. Who knows? Let's read here instead of speculate further. The studio pushed back. So, so again, so what he says is Margera was fired from Jackass. In on August 25th, 2020, um, he was failing to follow a sobriety and wellness program. Uh, and it says that in order to participate in the film, he has to, you know, complete the program and that the wheels fell off within a few months and that he committed multiple breach, breaches of that wellness program. The studio pushed back and denied many of Margera's claims, including accusations. So here are the accusations from Margera. Uh, that Spike Jones, Johnny Knoxville, and director Jeff Tremaine accosted him in a rehab facility and forced him to sign a draconian, draconian means strict, very strict, or strict consequences, right? 
uh, a draconian sobriety contract that he was forced to sign a talent contract with Paramount and and among the most explosive of Margera's claims, there's a lot of explosive claims here, that the studio hired a doctor who forced him to take a cocktail of pills. Margera, see, that is something, so to, to, to go to flip-flop here, that is something that I could totally see a studio doing, shoving a bunch of pills down someone's throat, you know, for their own, you know, selfish purposes, you know. Um, so who knows? Who, who knows what, what, what is true and what's not? Margera's also said that he was fired after testing positive for Adderall which he claimed in the suit was prescribed for him, but the studio's response said Margera admitted that he bought it off the street. So I would imagine that even if he was prescribed, that he was prescribed Adderall, that he justified buying it off the street because he had a prescription from a doctor. But we all know that doctors can be drug dealers these day, this, in this day and age and that having a prescription doesn't really mean anything. The filing also says that after Margera was fired, he spun even further out of control and made public and private threats to the producers and to the Tremaine and to his family. He's like saying text messages, saying I'm going to, you know, K-I-L-L you and stuff like that and yada, yada, yada. And, you know, what's really sad is, you know, Bam got married again. He used to be married. He was married to this girl, Melissa, Missy, who he knew since he was a child. And, you know, they were married on Bam's Unholy Union. That was his show on MTV. And then that that marriage dissolved for whatever reason. Met someone else, got married to her, and they have a son named Phoenix. And the kid is really, really young. I feel really bad for the kid. I can imagine the turmoil in their private life dealing with that. I mean, it just must be really tough. And Tremaine, you know, because of these threats, he had to file, he filed a restraining order. And he got it. The, the judge signed and stamped it. That's how out of control things have gotten with Bam, which is so sad because, I mean, these guys were like, these guys were brothers in arms, just the way he was brother in arms with Ryan Dunn. Then with no remorse or acceptance of responsibility for the damage he was causing his former partners, friends, and himself, Margera filed this baseless, manifestly dishonest lawsuit, which threatens to enjoin the upcoming release of Jackass Forever. What is in enjoin mean i guess it means it's going to lump jackass forever into it the filing reads apparently margera has decided that because he blew his opportunity to be in the film i think that is accurate to say he that's what he did he blew his opportunity to be in the film um the defendants should not be allowed to release it and that the public should not be allowed to see it enough is enough so that's what margera margera is like okay i blew or they're saying that you know, because he blew his blew his lid, blew blew his opportunity, that he wants to make everybody else suffer. Paramount's response—I mean, par- they have Paramount money backing them. Bam Margera has stands no chance in this lawsuit. Paramount's response added that Knoxville, Tremaine, and Jones considered Margera considered with an ED considered Margera a close friend, but also believed that his life was in danger. Ultimately. They decided to try and help Margera by attempting to include him in the movie on the condition that he stay sober and take steps to save his own life, it says. At first, Margera remained sober and in compliance. But within a few months, the wheels came off and Margera committed multiple breaches. He stopped regularly taking his mandatory alcohol tests. 
He broke off communications with his treatment team. He dodged a drug test and he used illicit drugs again. I mean, there's no, there's no denying that that's what happened, you know? And, you know, you look at all these YouTube videos with Marjoram. I mean, he is, he's really gone off the deep end. The dude is, the dude has lost his mind. The final, I mean, he has this whole crazy conspiracy theory about like, because they lost money on bad grandpa, they're trying to cut BAM out so they can recoup their losses. I mean, a nine-year-old film, please, come on. The filing says that the court should strike Margera's claim that seek to enjoin the release of the film and seek a hearing on November 1st. Margera's lawyer, Dennis Ellis, called Paramount's response a blatantly strategic move designed to delay and deny justice by avoiding accountability for the abhorrent actions in dealing with Mr. Margera. See, that's the problem with some lawyers, most lawyers. They're friggin' bloodsuckers, dude. Like, on both sides, like, they don't, like, you know, they are essentially soldiers for their client's cause. And all they want to do is convince a jury that, you know, their client is correct, whether it's right or wrong, whether their client is correct or not, because that's what they're paid to do. They're like the worst kind of, of hired, you know, swords, you know, or sell swords, as they say in Game of Thrones. And that, listen, listen, that's not all lawyers. I mean, come on, I'm just, I'm just saying, like, it, you know, it can, lawyer, lawyers can have that propensity sometimes, you know? I know a lot of great lawyers, actually, too. I'm just saying that, like, you know, just hearing this guy, Dennis Ellis, defend Bam when he's so blatantly in the wrong. That's what I mean by that. It just annoys me, like, you know? Uh, the evidence, if you can call it that, filed by the defendants actually supports the allegations of Mr. Margera's complaint, Ellis said in a statement. These defendants fired Mr. Margera for failing to adhere to a draconian wellness program. He's calling, I mean... He's calling it a draconian wellness program, this lawyer. But, like, this program is like, you know, a, a, this this sobriety program is there to help Bam stay sober. Not to keep Bam loaded, you know? Like, I, I don't see how they can view that as harmful. You know, doing getting loaded is harmful. You know what I mean? And this lawyer seems indifferent to that notion. Um... Although it does say here, the, the, the claim is that the wellness program was administered by an unqualified individual hired by Paramount. Now, that I can't speak to. I don't know. Who knows? Despite their power in the industry, their firing of him in retaliation is wrong, and this will be proven at trial no matter what they try to do to avoid that. Margera attested in his law. I mean, it just sounds very simple. We're making a million-dollar, I mean, multi-million-dollar film. We need everybody to be straight in order to make this film. Like straight as in like sober, like not like getting loaded. They need um, uh, don't get loaded while we're making this movie. And Bam's like still gets loaded, and they're like, okay, you're gone. Like I mean, that's very matter of fact. You know, will it be the same without Bam? I mean, Bam was so important to the jackass crew. So that, you know, Shrugby, Shrugby says he's not going to, they're not going to watch it if Bam's not in it. Uh, and Mom here says Bam needs help. I agree. I think Bam needs help as well. And I hope he gets the help that he needs. I really do. I really, truly do. This is not about, you know, kicking people while they're down. It's about, 
you know, we're just... commenting on it as as it is shrugby says they only got that show on mtv because of bam's clips big brother had one funny sketch i agree he needs help but this is bs i mean look it might be bs but the i the 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 reality is is that he had to comply with certain things in order to stay on the film and he didn't do it and these are the consequences i hope he's not too far gone either frankly um but I've watched some videos with Bam, and he seems really off his rocker. He does. He seems really, really unstable. Totally unstable. And again, there's a precedent here with Steve-O. They went through this already with Steve-O. So it's like, I don't think their intentions are negative ones. I think they like, they're like they seeing the same factors that they saw with Steve-O. And what happened after Steve-O got sober? Ryan Dunn died in a drunk driving accident. So it's like... They're trying to help their fan, bam. That's what I see, at least. Margera attested in his lawsuit from August that he was discriminated against. Discriminated? Come on. And that the producers violated his civil rights because he suffers from physical and mental disabilities, meaning that he needs to take Adderall. But everybody knows he get loaded on Adderall as well. Specifically, Margera says he's been diagnosed with ADD and bipolar disorder. In addition to seeking an injunction, an injunction of the release of Jackass Forever, he wants monetary damages and millions in compensation, saying he is a creator on the Jackass franchise. So when he is 100%, he is 100% a creator of the Jackass franchise, but he is trying to like just torpedo everything because he got pushed out because he couldn't stay sober. I mean, I, I don't... This does seem somewhat cut and dry to me, you know? Um, I just, I don't know. I, I, I just think that it's, I, I just think that like, I, I just don't think that he's in the right here at all. He says, I am pissed off, angry, hurt, and shattered that Johnny Knoxville, Jeff Tremaine, Spike Jones, and studios and producers ripped off my creativity, content, and stunts to make this movie fired me without justification, and refused to pay for my work. Well, that's wrong, too. I mean, if they used his ideas and his content and his stunts, look at me, I'm Judge Jeff. If they use those things, then, therefore, they should pay him. He should be paid. He should be compensated for his work. You can still separate him. You can still give him consequences. But the dude should be paid for what he did. You know, you can't just make him forfeit all that stuff. Although... You know, who knows what Bam signed, you know? Um, yeah, he is starting, he's starting to look like Vito. Jason says, Bam's starting to look like Artie Lang. Uh, read into that as much as you choose. Although, what's what I do find ironic about Artie Lang, who we all thought was going to pass, what we all thought was going to tragically do himself in and tried too many times, Artie Lang outlived Norm MacDonald. Isn't that crazy to think about? Like, really, really crazy to think about. Artie Lang outlived Chris Farley and Norm MacDonald. You look at the stars of Dirty Work, and the only one still alive is Artie Lang. That's, that really says something, too. You know? Uh, he's in a spiral, but this definitely makes or made it worse, says Shrugby. I mean, 
Yeah, but like, I don't know. I think he's, I, I, I think that he is having a tantrum and he's like uh, uh, spiraling down in, in the depths of addiction, alcoholism, whatever you want to call it. And he's just not happy he's not getting his way. Um, and he's like alienating himself from all his brothers, you know, Jeff Tremaine, Johnny Knoxville, Spike Jones, all the guys, Steve-O, Chris Pontius, Wee Man, Preston Lacey, Dave England, Danger Aaron. My lawsuit, he says, um, oh, he says, I created this franchise before any of these guys ever got involved, Margera said in a statement from August. My lawsuit isn't just about compensation. It's about treating people with mental health and addiction issues in an honest manner and not taking advantage of their disabilities to rip them off. But at the same time, like you had a, you had a deal, you had a deal, stay, stay sober and you'll stay on the movie and you, you couldn't stay sober, you know? I mean, that's, I mean, when do, when do, you know, consequences are consequences, you know? I, I fully believe in the, the idea of addiction and alcohol as a disease and, you know, a person suffering from it can be powerless and, and can't help themselves. But there are also consequences. It's a, it's a double-edged sword. You know, it's a double-edged sword. Um, so what else, is, what else is said here? Uh, the release of Jackass Forever was recently pushed to February 4th, 2022, they said due to COVID-19 concerns, along with the releases of Mission Impossible 7 and Top Gun Maverick, but who knows? And you know what I just realized? I, I feel so stupid. I was like, why are they calling it Jackass Forever? I love the name Jackass Forever, but obviously because 4 is in the title. Jackass 4? Jackass Forever? Am I the only one who didn't realize that? I feel really dumb, but that's I just just hit me that that's what that means. Jackass forever. Just like Thor, love and war. Thor, love and war, which rhymes with four. Four, love and war. I don't know. <laughs> it's late. Leave me alone. Oh, just leave me alone. Um, let's look at one other thing just to see if... Hold on. We're going to just move over here. How does the mic sound, by the way? I, um, yeah, see, Shrugby also just learned that now as well. Thank you. It's a double-edged sword. It's a double-edged sword. We, Jordy says, it's a double-edged sword. We are all holding. If we choose to cut ourselves with it, it's on us. No excuses. Contracts are contracts, says Mom. I mean, eh, yeah, I mean, it's true. Um, Shrugby says... Steve-O pretty much cried on the Nine Club podcast because he was jealous of Bad Grandpa a few months ago. Uh, DiCamillo was right not to do the movies from the jump because Tremaine's a vampire. Yeah, but Steve-O was, Steve was really, really hurt. He was hurt by Johnny Knoxville. He thought that, like, he, he, he was really affected and, th and thought that they were all being sidelined. And they kind of were, to an extent. Instead of making another Jackass film... They just straight up, you know, did that. What's going on, Esley? Uh, by the way, I just want to acknowledge Esley is here. Esley, 
uh, left a very generous tip in the super chat. It was a super sticker chat. S, I don't know if you saw my thank you to you. It did not get acknowledged at the time because this software is super wonky. And I just want to say thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you again now that you're here. I, I kept that name. I was waiting. I was hoping that you would come back in the chat so that I could personally thank you. So I just want to say I appreciate your support. Um, so here, this is from Uprox real quick. I don't know. It's probably going to be more of the same, but let's just take a look real quick. Because that's what we do. We are very thorough here. Is that Paramount says, yeah, that's the, this is the first one we had. Here we go. There she blows. Boom. Can you see it? Okay. Paramount says, oh, okay, good. I'm really glad. I'm really, really glad. I felt really bad. I was like looking. I'm like, what? What is that? Oh, that's what that was all about. So thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Um, okay. So up rocks. This, this piece looks like it's a lot more angry with uh, Bam Margera. Let's see if, let's see what, let's see if there's more. It sounds like there's a weighted opinion here. Bam Margera has made a career out of doing dumb things, but going after the people who helped him, who helped to make him a household name might be the riskiest thing he has ever done. Ever since being fired from Jackass Forever, Margera has turned what could have been a private affair. See, the, 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 the previous piece we read was very, like, even, like, you know, very even-handed. This has an, an opinion. This was written by, hold on, let me just check. This is written by Jennifer Wood, and this is from October 8th, two days ago, from Uproxx. Um, Ever since being fired from Jackass Forever, Margera has turned what could have been a private affair into a very public battle. In August, oh, he's 40, wow, he's 42. Could you imagine? He's only 42 years old, dude. That's crazy. He's so young. He started so young doing this stuff. In August, the 42-year-old filed a lawsuit against Johnny Knoxville, Spike Jones, and Paramount, claiming that he had been subjected to inhumane treatment due to his substance abuse issues. As part of the suit, Margera is attempting to stop the release of Jackass Forever. Now, as the rap reports, we just read that, Paramount has filed a response, and we saw, I'm not going to read it again because we, we already read it. Um, but the official reason for Margera's sacking is that he couldn't stick to the agreed-upon wellness and sobriety program that had been laid out for him as a condition of his employment. Now, the two things that you could say is, on one hand, you can go, what kind of wellness and sobriety program was this? And the person that BAM is claiming wasn't even like a, the, a qualified to do the job that they were on behalf of that wellness and sobriety program for Paramount. Like you can look at it from that angle or you can just look at it as like, dude was supposed to stay sober, dude relapsed because that's what happens when you you're, you know, you have addiction problems. You can relapse, it happens. Um, dude relapsed and uh, got got booted. It's like the, both sides, it really feels like a he said, he said sort of thing. Um, we already know when he was fired. In June of 2021, after Margera began issuing threats against Tremaine, plus Tremaine's wife and children, the jackass co-creator was granted a three-year restraining order against Margera. Following that episode, Paramount's filing states that, and then we, we already read this, 
with no remorse, blah, 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 blah. We already read that. Not going to read it again. In August, Margera issued his own statement saying, blah, 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 blah. We, we read that as well about being pissed off and angry and hurt. Um, for their part, according to Paramount's filing, Knoxville, Tremaine, and Jones all consider Margera a close friend and tied the wellness clause into his Jackass Forever contract because they firmly believed that due to his substance abuse problems, Margera's life was in danger. I be- I, you know what, man? That's what I believe. That is truly what I believe. Jackass Forever is currently scheduled to arrive in theaters on February 4th, 2022. Um, Shrugby says, I've been waiting for a good dive on this, so I'm jacked with the content as well as Mike's good. I just tweaked the thresh a bit, but killing it as always, Jeff. Thank you. Thank you for this feedback. Uh, I'm, I'm using a lav mic, and I can't really... Don't really. I'll, I'll. We'll figure out. We'll figure out the um, the loudness. I'm gonna play back this recording just to make sure that, just to see what it's like. Just to see what it's like. But I'm glad to hear. It. Thank you for that feedback, Rugby. And Jody says, "Won't lie. Would like. Woulda liked to share a pint with Dunn while jamming Misfits and Sam Haynes since he was a fan." Ah, <sighs> such a man. Such a shame, dude. Just such a such a talent. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens with this. Um, you know, will Jackass 4 come out? Is more stuff going to come out about this thing? Hopefully Margera. I've heard, you know, Margera's done a bunch of interviews that pop up on YouTube. And he's like totally like, a, you know, he sounds like really unhinged and like a nut. Um, so hopefully he can get the help that he needs. And, you know, I love Jackass, man. I, You know, if this is the final one, it probably is because they're so old, you know. They're like, they can't be doing this stuff anymore. This is a young man's game, and they're just, they're, they're, they're hitting their 50s, man, middle age. Um, but I'm glad that we're getting one last bite of the apple. I hope that Bam doesn't succeed in blocking the, the movie because those Jackass movies are funny as hell. And, you know, they bring so much joy to people. At the same time, I hope that Bam is compensated. If he's no longer a part of the Jackass crew, I hope that Bam is compensated for whatever work he put into that film because he deserves, like everybody who who works hard, he deserves to get compensated. And Mom, you, you summed it up really well. Mom says, I get having beef, but threatening kids is too much. One hundred and fifty percent does that mean that bam is not entitled to the money for whatever he did on jackass no i think they're separate things but in terms of like his involvement or whatever and yada 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 like for sure that is that is without a doubt there's no excuse it's uncalled for and he should be removed from jackass for threatening children you don't threaten children Especially, you know, whatever. You don't threaten people like that. Um, Jody says, one time Steve-O and I think Pontius, whatever he said his name, appeared on WWE Monday Night Raw. Pontius was wearing a Sam Hain t-shirt. It's here on YouTube. Yeah, they those dudes love Misfits and Sam Hain. Matter of fact, Hybrid Moments. I think the first time Hybrid Moments ever appeared, or the first time a Misfits song, I should say, first time a Misfits song ever appeared on a film soundtrack was in jackass the movie was hybrid moments when they're they're doing american werewolf in london and uh and then rob zombie had a halloween in the movie halloween 
And you can hate on those Halloween movies all you want, but the fact that Rob Zombie licensed Halloween to be in that movie, just, you know, you, you think that they had how many Halloween movies? How many Halloween movies did they have? And they never friggin' thought to license a misfit song, Halloween? I mean, come on. It's crazy. Um, that's it, guys. A uh, real short one. Please make sure to subscribe if you're not. We'll definitely probably be covering this again if there's more of a, if there's more to talk about. Um, there's some other news topics that I want to cover. By the way, speaking of Sam Hain, I just want to say, um, if you are a fan of my Sam Hain listening series, the final one, November Coming Fire, is up and out right now. And if you are a Patreon or a YouTube casualty member, uh, you have full access to the November Coming Fire listening party. If you are not, you're going to have to wait until November 1st. Sam Hain is when it's going to drop. So check that out. Check out the Patreon. We got t-shirts down below. Leave a comment. Like this video. Subscribe. Yeah. They're not on. They are not. And yes, that's right. It's a good point. Rob Zombie did have good taste in music. Tommy says... I did not know who you are, who you were till last night when I was looking up Return of the Living Dead and your channel popped up. Now you're talking about Bam, glad I subbed. Hey, Tommy, I'm glad you subbed too. We, we like the same subjects. Yes, I talk about a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. Welcome to the channel. We go live on Wednesdays. <laughs> wow, there's 11 Halloween movies. Oh my God. All right, I have to stop this stream because if I don't, I'm, you, you guys are going to keep me talking forever. And you guys know I can talk forever. All right, really, peace and hair grease. I'll, uh, I'll see you tomorrow, I think. Maybe. Or the day after that. I'm covering another. I have another friggin' thing. I have another uh, topic for tomorrow. Different subject, but another one. We'll, we'll talk, guys. Peace and hair grease.